You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, good evening. I'm glad you're with me tonight. And uh, I want to address something that I think that a lot of us are thinking about that's very prevalent right now in the nation, uh, especially with uh, Christians and, and even non-Christians, I guess. But, uh, and that's the spirit of fear. In Luke uh, chapter 21 and 26, uh, this whole chapter, when you go back and read it, and I would encourage you to because it begins to give us earmarks for the last days. And he talks about so many different things, but one of the things that he said this, in the last days, he said men's hearts are going to fail them because of fear. And uh, boy, we're, I have never seen fear grip a nation like I'm seeing it right now. And um, in, in 2 Timothy, the Bible says this, that God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. So I was just reflecting on that, and I, and I, I thought this, this is what come out of that. A spirit of fear will make you think crazy stuff. And one of the reasons that, that I want to focus on this verse is because of how uh, Paul addresses it. He said, a spirit of fear. And uh, today in the church realm, we like to dress up things. But if you peel back all the layers, a spirit is a demon. Uh, especially in this realm. Uh, uh, there are good spirits, there are bad spirits. But the Bible calls this, he said, a spirit of fear. So fear is a demon spirit. And he said, I do not give you the spirit of fear. So it's, it's more than a natural thing. It gets a hold of your mind and it will take you places. And so uh, fear is a demon and faith is a gift. And uh, the verse, there's four different places, I think, in the New Testament that, and, and in the Old Testament uh, that say this, the just shall live by faith. And the word here, live, doesn't mean just existing, but it means to live with abundance, to triumph. And he said the just, that's speaking of you and me who live for Christ, he said we are going to exist, we're going to triumph, we're going to live abundantly by faith. And so you're either going to live by faith or you're going to die by fear. And so uh, the Bible says this, uh, I, I was thinking about Abraham, and I love this, it's in the fourth chapter. It says that Abraham, uh, when he thought of God, he said, God who speaketh things that are not as though they were. And faith declares things that don't exist. A lot of times we feel like, well, we need to just have a glimmer you know, like Elijah seeing the cloud the size of a man's hand, but faith declares things that don't even exist. But can I tell you this? So does fear. Fear is your imagination gone crazy. And fear gets a hold of people and they start talking about things that haven't even happened. Did you know that about 95% of everything that we're afraid of never happens anyway? The other 5%, you just got to put in the hands of the Lord. But fear <clears throat> has gotten a hold of people to where if you're not careful, it'll take your mouth 
and it'll begin to speak things that will destroy you. Uh, in Luke, the sixth chapter, <clears throat> I'm going to read this verse. It says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good, and an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. And this is the part I want you to get. Out of the abundance of the heart you speak. And so if faith has a hold of you, you're going to speak life. If fear has a hold of you, you're going to speak death. And so faith and fear both come out of the heart. That's, that's what comes out of the mouth, but it doesn't start here. It starts in your heart. It starts where you believe. And when you allow fear to begin to get a hold of you, it will destroy you. I think that so many times I look in the past in my own life and I realized I let the devil curse me with my own mouth that I would make statements about things that hadn't happened but when I came into agreement with the enemy out of fear they begin to come to pass and you and I create with our mouth out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks God did not think the world into existence the Bible says he spoke it into existence and fear, boy, I'm going to tell you what, fear will take the fight out of you. It'll make you so, become so timid. It'll stop, it'll stop the progress that, that's in your life. And it will shut you down. And, and I think of, of an instance in the Old Testament where Gideon has amassed 32,000 men to go to war. And God told him, he said, there are too many. He said, tell everybody that is fearful and afraid to go home. 22,000 people went home. And the reason that fear is having so much success in this nation is because fear speaks lies. And we're believing a lie right now in this nation. And... I can understand secular businesses shutting down and I can understand non-Christians being terrified by the coronavirus, but for the life of me, I can understand how Holy Ghost-filled Christians who are full of the power of God and have a God that by His stripes we are healed has cowered down to a spirit of fear. We've let the enemy shut our church doors. We've let the enemy shut our mouths, our praise. We've let the enemy bring us to a crawl because we've allowed this spirit of fear that's in the earth. And listen, the greatest weapon that the devil has is the spirit of fear. It is. It'll get a hold of you and uh, it will torment you. Um, when Israel was getting ready to go into God's inheritance, the land of Canaan, the 12 spies went in and they saw the land and they came back and 10 of them said this. They said, it, it's, it's everything that, that we heard. It's an amazing land. It's so much better than the wilderness where we are. But they said there's giants in the land and we're terrified of them. And you know what? Fear of giants kept them from walking into their inheritance. You and I have got to push through this wall of fear right now in this nation because if we can push through it, we will step out onto the other side of the greatest end time move of God that we have ever seen in the history of mankind. And... Um, 
I'll tell you what, fear will, it'll make you give up your freedoms. And see, the weapons, the greatest weapon right now that the enemy is using on people, it's really not the coronavirus. Uh, I, I would uh, challenge you to go online and Google uh, how many people died in the United States in 2017 or 2018 before the coronavirus. And you will probably find that the death toll total in the United States for 2020 and 21 is really no different from previous years. Everybody dies of cancer, heart disease, sugar diabetes, the flu, car wrecks, accidents, old age. It's just that all of a sudden the enemy has focused us on something because he wants us to be fearful. We're terrified in this nation right now. You can still go so many places and everybody is, is just so cognizant of these things. And uh, what separates you and I from the world is we have a divine protection called the blood of Jesus Christ. Fear will make you a captive. I had someone call me a while back. They hadn't been out of their house in 15 years. And you ask them, why haven't you been in your house? They said, I'm afraid. There wasn't any real enemy outside their house, but there was an enemy right here. And um, Jesus said this. He said, I have been anointed. And one of the things that he said, I am anointed to preach deliverance to the captives. Don't let fear so get a hold of you that it brings you into captivity. Because the scripture says this, now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. If you go back to 2 Corinthians, I think it's the 10th chapter, uh, this is a powerful, powerful portion of scripture. I've preached on it many times, but it says this, casting down every imagination. You know where fear starts? Right here. I know of people that have had, uh, didn't have cancer, but because their grandmother and their mother died of breast cancer, they had mastectomies because they were terrified that they were going to die breast cancer. That's a spirit of fear. You and I are not ruled by fear. It is a demon spirit that it ought to rob you of everything in your life. And um, when the scripture says, casting down every imagination right here, this is where the devil gets in your mind and he starts those scenarios or what if, but what about this or what about that? What if this happens? What if it doesn't happen? And he said, by the power of God, you and I cast down, that literally means to destroy, the imagination because the enemy, see, fear works out of the mind. It gets here first. But faith, hallelujah, works out of the spirit. Fear works out of the old man. Faith works out of the new man. And he said, you cast down every imagination. And he said, and bringing every thought into obedience bringing it captive 
unto the obedience of Jesus Christ. And it, the world has uh, the powers that be that have implemented some of this stuff that we're dealing with in America right now. The way that they release fear is they use media. And we've heard it for, for years now, the, the media that is not truthful. But it takes lies to perpetrate fear. But the Bible says that God cannot lie. And can I tell you that faith is the only thing that will destroy fear. And if you go to the sixth chapter of the book of Ephesians, it begins to talk about uh, the weapons of warfare are not carnal and they're mighty through God to pulling down strongholds. And, um, and then he begins to talk about the armor in, in Ephesians that you and I have. And he says, the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit and, and feet shod with the preparation and the gospel of peace and the breastplate of righteousness. He, he lists all of these all this armor. But then he says this, above all, he said, this one is above every other one. He said, take the shield of faith. Why? Because faith is the only thing that will destroy fear. And some of you that are listening to me right now, you're looking at things that the enemy's trying to intimidate you with to tell you it's over. It might be a job situation. It might be a doctor's report. Uh, it could be a, a, just a plethora of different things. But we do not believe what the enemy says. Whose report do you believe? And uh, he says this. He says, above all, taking the shield of faith. Out of all of the armor that we have, he said, you need the shield of faith. Why? Because he said, it will put out the fiery darts of the wicked. What is that? The enemy throws darts of fear at you and says, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And you just stand up in the Holy Ghost and you look the devil in the eye and say, no, it's not. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And so, faith creates Fear destroys. It'll call your life down to where you just barely exist because you're terrified of what the enemy has said. And, and I want to I read a portion of Scripture this evening out of 1 John uh, chapter 4. And um, I want to start with verse 16. It says, And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect or mature, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, speaking of Christ, so are we in this world. <clears throat> Next verse now is the, the verse I want to dwell on. He says, there is no fear in love, but mature love, perfect love, will cast out fear because fear hath torment. Fear right now in this nation is literally terrifying people. They, they listen to statistics and they listen to the media and they listen to all these projections and we hear the devil just roaring 
as a roaring lion in the earth and telling us everybody's going to die and it's over and it's horrible. Listen, that is a lie from hell. God made the earth and everything in it. And he says here, he says that mature love, what is that? It's talking about our love that we have for God, our relationship with Christ. He says mature love will destroy fear. It casts out fear because fear hath torment and he that feareth is not mature in love. So, in Galatians chapter 5, I think it's verse 6, it says this. It says that faith works by love. And here in 1 John, he says that love destroys fear. So, how do you get that? This, this is how you know whether you're strong in God or not. The weaker you are in God, the more hell will have a heyday with your mind, with one scenario after another. And it took me years to get a hold of this, but whenever the enemy comes in and begins to talk to me, I just tell him, we're not having a conversation because the Bible says you're a liar. So everything that comes out of your mouth is a lie and I won't listen to it. I cast down every imagination. And so we're, uh, fear will make you give up a lot of things. And right now, people who are ruled by fear are giving up their freedom. Uh, they're giving up the ability to do a lot of things because they're believing a scenario and a lie that the enemy is telling us. But can I tell you that God is truth? And this book right here says that there shall be light in the evening time and that God is light. And it says that at the end of the age, there's going to be a final great harvest of souls. That churches, hallelujah, are going to overflow with people. That the greatest demonstration of God that we've ever seen is yet to come. That God is going to turn things around. How do we know that? Because God's declared it through His Word and through His prophets. And so, as we end tonight, I want to encourage you. Listen, if... if if fear rules you, the first thing you got to do is you got to go to your knees and tell the Lord, God, I repent of this. Because there's a very sobering verse in the Bible and it says this, He lists things that are going to be cast into hell. And He says the whoremongers and the adulterers and the liars. And He says this, the fearful. Sometimes we forget that fear is a sin and that God doesn't intend us to be ruled by fear, but to be ruled by faith. And when you have faith, you can speak things that don't even exist in your life right now. And because you speak them, the Holy Ghost comes into agreement with you. One writer said this, I think it's in Jude, he said, building up yourselves, where? On your holy faith. What is faith then? This is your foundation. He said, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. That's how you become strong in God. And so I, I've many times had to go to the Lord and say, God, I, I'm sorry. I, I yield to the spirit of fear. And 
you know, many times it doesn't happen and then you feel so bad because you bought into it and God in His mercy averted it. Let's be men and women that'll look the devil in the eye and tell him we're faith people, not fear people. That you're a demon and I have authority over you and that I'm a child of God and God will not forsake me, but he will come through for me and is coming through for us. So I, I pray this has been a word that would help you in your walk with the Lord. Don't yield to this demon spirit that's loose right now in this nation. You stand against it. You stand on the word of the Lord and God's going to make you prosper. And though a thousand fall on one hand and ten thousand on the other, shall not come nigh unto thy dwelling. I love you. God bless you. I'll see you Sunday. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.